Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the show. Today, I want to share a personal story with you. And since I'm all about storytelling, this makes sense. So I am in the process of naming, I was in the process of naming the NLP coaching certification, and it really is geared towards authors and speakers and coaches in learning how to share their story, like take their story and turn it into a podcast, a book, or a talk on stage. And I have been in this little bit of creative funk where it's like, I can't figure out the name. I can't figure out these pieces. And I have been in this space many times where I was trying to figure out the name of my book, was trying to figure out the ending, was trying to figure out the beginning. And I don't know about you, but if you're ever in the space of trying to figure something out, a lot of times we actually literally have to step back, like step right out of it because we're in this space of trying to think and we're trying to overthink. And that's not where our ideas come from. We're very much like inspirational, spiritual people. And sometimes we have to have that space for the download to come to us. And so I was talking to a friend of mine and she said to me, like, where, like, what are some of the thoughts and things that you want to be included in this? And I gave a whole bunch of words, a whole bunch of information, and then let it sit. And I walked away and she sent back three names and the one hit me. And I was like, oh my God, that's it. And it's outspoken. And there's a reason that I'm talking about the word outspoken today, because I know there's going to be something that you can relate to in this messaging. Was there something you heard as a child over and over again either through your experiences, the words of your parents, the lessons, the words, the struggles, whatever that languaging was, is there anything that you heard over and over that frustrated your parents that you can look back at and is now a strength in your adulthood? Because I remember with especially my youngest, my youngest is a feisty, independent, um, free-thinking, creative being. He's He really is. The kind where I actually had to create this, I mean, I love him to pieces, but I had to create this mantra in my head that he is going, he's so stubborn, so strong-willed that he is going to make an incredible adult one day who's going to navigate through some really, like if he, he'll navigate through anything, but a pain in the butt to parent, let's be real. That, that Sometimes that's what happens. You've got to find a way to do that. But I look at it and go, the things that used to drive me crazy are actually his assets now. Like they are his assets as a parent. And so many times we try and squash that because we're trying to make it fit the mold and make it easier to parent them. So this was a case that I fully recognize this example. This is what life was like with him. Now for me, I was 
constantly told as a kid that I was outspoken, like outspoken all the time. And now in all fairness, I'm a child of the seventies. So in that time, kids were to be seen, not heard, right? They were to be seen, not heard. And when you speak up against your parents, that was definitely not okay. But that's the energy in the space that I lived in. And I had this really feisty side, even as a young kid. So these are the words that I was always being told. Why do you have to speak? Why are you outspoken? Why are you so like bossy? Which I believe we can flip any of those words and they can be strengths. But when you're hearing them over and over as a kid, sometimes it squashes us and it brings us a little bit smaller. And so I remember when I was in... um I don't know what grade it would be. Probably like I was probably 10 or 11 years old and I had this class where there was a chance to do a public speaking contest from the stage. And I went home to my parents and I was like, "I want to do this." And they both said, "No, no, you can't do that." And I'm like, "Why not?" And <laughs> because it's scary. Girls don't do that. And I'm like, "But I want to. Like I actually want to." And it was this whole dance back and forth that I'm like, "But I want to." And I remember hearing the words, like, it's embarrassing. And if anything goes wrong, like, that's a really hard space to be because you're on stage in the middle of everyone. And thinking now, like, I know my parents were literally just trying to do the best that they could and they want to protect you. But it was my idea. It was never theirs. And I remember begging to be part of this and got myself into that competition. It was a regional competition. I won that and went on to the next, into the next stage. And I had so much fun with it. It didn't make any sense to to them. It didn't. And but it was something that I wanted to do. So this piece of outspoken was a part of my whole life as a child, in the sense that it's too much. Like you're being too much. And <laughs> I mean, if you're listening, you might be laughing because literally this is what I do for my full-time job now is I talk, I share, I coach, I mentor, and I speak. And so what are some of the traits from when you were a child that you were squashed for being too little, too weak, too small, too much? I don't know, whatever those words are. And how can you look at them differently? Because they might be your strengths. I mean, I have some clients who literally were told like they're just, they cry too much. They show their emotions too much. And I remember saying once, like, what if that means you have a really big heart? Like, what if you're here to do incredible things? Why do we have to have these limitations imposed on us from somebody else? And then we take it and we hold on to it like it's our own. And through the work of NLP, I've been able to look back and see that this was a story that I held on to for a very long time. And now I'm like, nah, screw that. Let's just own it. This is what we're going to name it. Because who doesn't want to be outspoken? And that means in my interpretation, confident in your voice, like being able to speak, being able to share a message, being able to hold space with other people and not being swayed by the opinions and the judgments of others. Now you might hear the word outspoken and go, oh no, 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 that's too bossy. That's too much. And all those things. Well, that's your story. And that's, that's fine. That's totally fine. You're allowed to have your story, but think of your own childhood and what words did you hear to be describing yourself that you let become your limitations. So for me, I actually think this couldn't be a better name is outspoken and it's outspoken authority. 
The reason that it's it's authority also has to do with gene keys. So you might be going, woo, woo, what is this? But for me in gene keys, like my life's work, the shadow is control. And yes, I'm owning that control has been a big shadow in my life. That's something that I've always wanted to have is control. I've learned to let go of that. But the gift frequency of that is authority. And that just means stand in your space of authority and use, here's my interpretation, your true authentic voice. Like what would happen if we actually were more transparent, used our like true authentic voice and messaging? How would our relationships change, our communication change if we could do that? And that's why I picked those two words, outspoken authority, because it speaks to me. It's all about authenticity and leaning into your true, true voice. And how do you do that? You have to work through those fears of being seen, those fears of not being confident enough, of being heard, of what will they think? What will they say? Wanting to have all the answers before you start. That's all subconscious work. And that's what we do in the certification of NLP is really unpacking the stories that we have had and we've held on to for many, many years, and we've let them become our limitations and essentially our identity. And so as we did this, there was a story that came up, I'm all about stories today. There was a story that came up that made me realize how connected it was is years ago, eight years ago, we bought this house that we live in right now. And when we moved in, it had a English garden in the back. So if you are someone who loves English gardens, I apologize right now, but this is just my opinion. It was a jungle, like an absolute jungle. I couldn't even, I wouldn't have known where one plant started and one ended. There were so many. And my neighbor said, why don't you plant something else? And I'm like, in what? There's no space for anything. Like we need space in order to plant something. Hmm, our brain is very similar. So we need space to plant something. And no matter what I took out, it would grow back and grow back and grow back. For two years, I would get down in there and dig this out and like work constantly to get it. And that's how I look at like you applying um, techniques to change your thinking, to change your limiting beliefs. Maybe it's journaling, maybe it's gratitudes, maybe it's like affirmations, whatever that is for you. It makes an impact, but it doesn't create massive change until you actually go back and change the root of where that programming comes from. So there was one day when I was in the house and I heard this very strange lawnmower sound, like really strange. And I was like, what is that? And I looked out and my husband was cutting the whole thing down with the lawnmower. Like, I don't know how he didn't break the lawnmower, but he was cutting the whole thing down because he had had enough. He had like had enough. He goes, that's it. Cut the whole thing down brought in a thing, dug the entire thing up. And I mean, it was big, dug the entire thing up, planted dirt and then grass. And so it's just plain right now. That's like what NLP is, is when you go back to the root cause of it, you have the opportunity to dig up what those limiting beliefs are so that you can plant new ones. And the cool thing about time techniques, which is a technique in NLP that we use is that it allows you to go back to the root cause and it allows you to apply the learnings to all of the other times in your life because we're speaking to your subconscious mind. That might sound strange, but I'm telling you, it's been so cool to experience. And when you do that, then what happens by creating a customized hypnosis or subliminal, you are then planting new, like new empowering beliefs. So that is a way that you get to rewrite it. So 
this is all about how can we create change, not just paint something new and a new habit on something. This is about actually digging it up, like digging it right up, changing it, replanting the new empowering beliefs, and then applying those learnings as we continue to move forward. It's very powerful. I've been doing it, this work on myself for the last couple of years, and I cannot tell you how impactful it has been. So very simple plug here that I want to share. If you want to become an industry-leading outspoken authority, turn your story into a podcast, a book, a script, a talk from the stage, then that builds authority and impact with your audience. This is how you can become an industry-leading outspoken authority. It's it's for you. It is for you. The links are in the show notes. Right now, you can save $500 to join. There are payment plans available and there's some incredible bonuses available where I'm going to be taking you through a storytelling speaker's mastermind to help you to speak better and share your message better and have more confidence in the impact that you are here to create and the legacy that you're here to lead, lead and leave. That's a lot, I know. But where can you be that lawnmower. Like think about it. Where can you be that lawnmower in your life where it's like you're pulling up the roots, you're digging it up and you're like, no more, no more. That's not my story. My story has a different ending than that. And by following that, you get to create, like actually leave yourself space and room to create a brand new future. That is when so many things change. So I would love to know how this lands for you. If you have any questions, please respond. Send me a message through the show notes or click the link for the NLP certification that is now officially called Outspoken. And I freaking love it. I freaking love it. The other question I ask you is what are some of the words that you were described as a kid that you let yourself to believe were your limiting factors that are actually your strengths? And if they're your strengths, then it's time for you to own them because they're gifts for you. They're not for anyone else. They're for you. Own the crap out of them, seriously, and watch your life shift and change. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes, and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.